0: Wine and Crime contains graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised.
1: You are listening to Wine and Crime, <laughs> the podcast where three friends chug wine, Chat true crime and unleash their worst Minnesotan accents.
0: Mm. Ah.
1: Mm. Yeah, uh, I'm Kenyan. I'm Lucy,
0: and I'm Amanda. <laughs> and we're on, this week we're going to be pretending to be old-timey prospectors <laughs> looking for gold. And I'm Amanda. I'm Lucy, and I'm a Amanda. What tarnation! <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's oh. a snake in my boot. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry.
2: <laughs> I've got cholera. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: That's so bad. <laughs> That's all
3: the time. tiny, right? <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> this week's theme has absolutely nothing to do with the old West. We just yeah, I don't know. we just derailed immediately. Or cholera. Immediately. <laughs> or cholera. <laughs> um, <sighs> we will be discussing catfishing crimes.
0: Yes. Um, yes. And full disclosure, we spent at least <laughs> twenty minutes of this recording searching pictures of cartoon catfish on the internet, like catfish cartoon sitting in front of a computer with a slime its face. people <laughs> i know we were unsuccessful <laughs> it took
1: way longer to find something appropriate like come on cartoonists how fucking hard mm. is it to do a catfish catfishing someone on the internet
0: the, this is a Place. call for fan art we know we have yeah. the people Yep.
1: Yeah. yes
0: fan Let's artists do this.
1: catfish <laughs> cartoons make it happen we love you come so on. much Come on, Captain so Rogers. Much. You know yes. you got it in you. Oh, uh, what All right, and before we go on to our wine-crime pairing, uh, first we got uh, two things we want to plug. Uh, yep. So we're going to be doing a live show in Minneapolis, our very first live show. Woo! Oh, my God. Kind of nervous um yep. could very well be the only one we ever do. Yeah, first and maybe last. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> on July 2nd uh in Minneapolis mm-hmm. at Bauhaus Brew Labs, which is mm-hmm. a, Yes, which before you freak amazing, out. It
0: is a brewery for beer. It's not for wine. Yes. But they're making us a specialty keg for the show, a fancy infusion. Mm. And we're going to be doing Blood Orange Rattlers. So even if you don't love beer, it's going to be absolutely amazing. And you'll love their beer. It's
2: going to be. I can't wait. I will be drinking that Blood Orange Rattler out of a wine glass. So it kind of counts. Out of. And if you have a bottle of wine
0: before you come to the show. A flexible,
2: stemless, fucking patriarchy wine glass. Available in a set of two at our shop at wineandcrimepodcast.bigcartel.com.
1: Single or set of two. You can get no. one if you want to drink alone, like us, or uh-huh. if you have a loved one in your life. Any loved one will do. Then you can get a set of two. I, fucking patriarchal. I have wine a loved
0: one, and I still mm-hmm. prefer drinking alone.
1: Um. So yeah. So we've got the live show on July second, which is Lucy's thirtieth birthday. You <laughs> bring bet presents. your butted ass. <laughs> and uh, you know what Everyone who's like Come to Michigan Come to South Dakota Guys We're a small Come to Minneapolis yeah, We are a small operation <laughs> I live in South Africa this yeah. is the live show. <laughs> like, if you're, kind of out, Hagen. Yeah, if you're holding out hope for these other tours, you're going to be yeah. waiting a while. So if you are in... Next
0: year, the live show is going to be in Johannesburg, <laughs> yeah. South Africa. So, yeah.
1: so <laughs> <Good> comparatively, <luck. laughs> this is much closer. If you're within driving mm-hmm. distance of Minneapolis, this is probably your only shot. So,
3: mm-hmm. However,
1: if you are set on getting us to South
2: Dakota or <clears>
3: throat> Michigan...
2: Throat> And you have connections with, oh, say, Sirius XM, some other <laughs> sponsor,
0: and you really want
2: us to get there, you know what to yeah. do.
1: Yeah. You know. Your
0: Patreon support is amazing, but we do not have enough money to do a tour. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about it. Sorry about it.
1: <laughs> Who knows? A lot could change in a few months. Who fucking knows? But anyway, yeah. Minneapolis show, this might be your only chance make the drive. Also, we have we have one fan in Finland. Love you. And I told her if that I told her if she flew internationally, she would get into the show for free and that is a $15 value. So definitely worth it.
0: Worth it. Make it happen. All right. All right. I will die if this person shows up. And feel awful, because there's no way we can deliver the kind of performance that would make it worth it to fly here from Finland. <laughs> Drinks it's on just us not possible. all
1: night. You're going to have a whole <laughs> fucking keg of Radler.
0: Don't make those promises.
2: <laughs>
1: Maybe <laughs> we they were planning on that. coming
0: anyway. You don't know. That's true. Maybe. <laughs>
1: I'll give them the cool. benefit of the doubt on that one.
0: Right. Oh my god.
1: Okay, we've gotten way off, way off track. Amanda, what is our wine crime pairing?
0: this week we are drinking Predator Cabernet Sauvignon. It's the perfect pairing. And we haven't really done like a full on Cabernet yet. So I thought this is the time. I'm making an adjustment. Hold on.
1: Cab it up.
0: Cab, cab, cab it up. So, cab fish. Just to give you a little bit. It's cab, cab fish. That was exceptionally dumb, and I loved it. I know,
2: that's why I just blurted it out with no
0: context. More cab fish. Cab fish. All right, well, cab fish is one of the world's most widely recognized red wine grape varieties. It is grown in nearly every major wine-producing country among a diverse spectrum of climates from Canada to Lebanon. (laughs) So, as you can see, it can flourish in a variety of areas, which is pretty cool. Cabernet Sauvignon became internationally recognized through its prominence in Bordeaux wines because it originated in France. Spoiler Mm, alert. uh where it is often blended with Merlot and Cab Franc. Mm-hmm. So, what I spoiled point two seconds ago, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this grape originated in France, and the grape spread across Europe and to the New World, where it found homes in places like California, Australia, New Zealand, and even Chile, mm-hmm. or Lebanon. Mm. Or <laughs> Canada. Uh, f- or Canada.
1: Lebanon, For the red-headed stepchild <laughs> of wine.
0: Right. <laughs> Who knew? <Love> <laughs> For most of the 20th century, it was the world's most widely planted red wine grape until it was surpassed by Merlot mm. in the 1990s. Mm-hmm. So it's slipping. Take that. Um, yeah, suck it, Cab <laughs> Uh Despite its prominence in the industry, the grape is relatively new. Um, it's uh, the product of a weird like, chance crossing between... Cabernet Franc and Sauvignon Blanc in France in the 17th century; mm. hence, Cabernet Sauvignon. That's mm. where it came from. Mm. So who knew? That's interesting. Um, I know, right? I had no no idea, and I always assumed that Cabernet Sauvignon was like distantly related to Sauvignon Blanc because why would they share that word? That word yeah. in their name. I never but thought I never, about it. But, yeah, I never thought about it or had any cause to look it up until yeah. now. So thanks, Whining Crime. Woo-hoo!
2: Don't um, ask questions. Po-
0: Just go with it. Life <laughs> Just lesson. Take it. Just. Just take speculate it. wildly. Just take it. <laughs> its popularity is often attributed to how easy it is to grow. The grapes have very thick skins, and the wines are hardy and bud late, which bud helps light? the plant to avoid f- bud light, which <laughs> helps the plant to avoid frost, rot, and bug infestation, which is all things I'm you don't want in your grapes. I'm more of a bud heavy
1: kind of gal. Me too. I
0: want the full flavor. Speaking of the full flavor. I butted late. The classic profile of Cabernet Sauvignon <laughs> tends to be full-bodied with high tannins and noticeable acidity. I'm ignoring you. And that contributes to the wine's aging potential. So, yeah. It uh, ages really well because it's got a lot of acidity. But... This one is grown in California. It's a California cab saw, so it has more of, like, a temperate climate. So we're probably going to get some black currant, black cherry, and earthy black olive notes Mm. from this wine. Interesting. So we're going to have to pop it out, Ben, to find out. Um, I invested in a better wine key so that I'm not, like, (laughs) as embarrassed. (laughs) And it's working really well. Here we go. Whoa! Ah, (gasps) That was such
1: a good pop.
0: Yeah, that was one of our you. best pops.
1: I got real Cheers, excited. ladies. Cheers. cheers.
0: Love it. Ooh. I just
1: cheersed my, wow. my glass against
0: the bottle. So Fucking aggressive I think cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it's beautiful. All
1: right. Lab, so do you want to give us our background and possible psychology into catfishing crimes?
2: Yes, let me take a big ass swig of wine real quick, hold yep.
0: on. Yep, take that girl. Chug, 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 mm-hmm, chug, chug, mm-hmm. chug, chug, chug.
1: Chugging wine chug. is in our mission statement. Uh-huh. Uh, I did it, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good idea
2: for your very first sip of wine to be that big, but. I'll
1: make it. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's what she said. First
1: sip, I'm like two glasses in. All right, let's do this. I just got <laughs> home from work. Okay. Mm-hmm. Catfishing, in case you
2: didn't know this, is generally the term for making up a fake online profile with the intent of fraudulently seducing someone. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So the the modern definition of the term was coined by a scene in the 2010 documentary Catfish by Neve Shulman. Catfish the documentary, not to be confused with Catfish the TV show,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which came later. Have you all watched that documentary, by the way? Yes, no. it's fucking nuts. It's so creepy. Ooh, I think it's on it YouTube. In my cube. I right. think it was on YouTube when I saw it. Okay. So look it up. Right. It can't
2: be hard to find.
0: No. Um, so, Neve Shulman
2: is the guy who made the documentary, and he had been in an online relationship with this woman, or this, like, really hot young girl, and oh, Mm -hmm. you know, he fell in Mm -hmm. love with her, basically, Mm -hmm. and there were, like, kind of, like, red flags about their relationship, and he started to get Mm -hmm. a little bit suspicious, um, when he started doing his sleuthing, and... If you've seen the TV show, he basically did what they do every single episode for the first time in this documentary. So, like, Google Earth and piecing together tidbits about what she said about her family and where she lives and just, like, creeping, basically. And then he um, got his documentary crew to fly to, what was, like, Kentucky or somewhere where she said she lived.
0: And like deep south, that's not
2: the deep
0: south. (laughs) It is in my book. That's like
2: the high south. Anything south south of
0: Iowa is the deep south to me. (laughs) Missouri. I won't venture south of Iowa unless I'm going to Florida. Yeah, (laughs) for Harry Potter world. Oh Jesus Christ! Okay.
2: So he got there and she turned out to be married and in her 40s and not super attractive. There was a photo on the drive. Uh-huh. Was he
0: being uh-huh. honest
1: about who he was? Or yeah. honest-ish? Yes. Okay. Yeah. He is so hairy. Yeah, she had you guys. photos
0: of him. She was friends of him on his authentic social media accounts like
1: Weird. He was
0: being himself for the most part.
1: Oh, is this yeah. him with like the carpet hair?
0: That is yeah.
1: him, aka the hairiest man in the world. Oh my God, he looks like I... he looks like our friend Jacob, the hairy Listen. chestness Jacob. I'm sorry, oh my but God. that is what you look like,
0: Lucy. <laughs> did you put up that like it's Neve in a towel against a rock formation? Yeah. photo? yeah. I told because you I've been googling you.
2: Neve for most of the day.
0: <laughs> he looks a little emaciated. I need a man with a belly.
2: <laughs> yeah, he looks real. you can see his ribs. But anyway, the Yikes. woman below that with the glasses, who kind of looks like me when I first wake up in the morning when I'm wearing my bad glasses.
1: <laughs> no, you don't look
2: like that. That's what my hair looks like, and that's exactly what my bad glasses look like.
1: So. <laughs> you're you're more beautiful than Cinderella.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, Let's not at seven in the morning. <laughs> 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 You have more defined cheekbones. <laughs> you have cheekbones. <laughs> They're somewhere
2: in here. Okay. Anyway, so the term, the reason why oh. the term catfish came out, is because this woman's husband was mm-hmm. more or less defending her actions, or just, like, didn't fucking care that she had this online relationship with this rando guy from, like, L.A. or wherever he
1: lived. Mm -hmm. She probably got real horny after being on the computer, and he got to reap the
0: benefits.
1: Probably, actually. and I'm sure
0: he was doing some of his own online interaction. Maybe not to the same degree that she was, but... Yeah, maybe. It's probably like, oh, well, if she did it, I can, you know... Go in chat rooms and yeah, talk to other quote unquote women too, and just check <laughs> off
1: quote unquote women.
0: No. <laughs> you never know. Okay. Gender is a spectrum. So
2: here's what the husband was saying to Neve at the end of the documentary, and this is where the name came from. <clears throat> I love this. It's they so good. they used to tank cod from Alaska all the way to China. They'd keep them in vats in the ship. By the time the codfish reached China, the flesh was mush and tasteless. So this guy came up with the idea that if you put these cods in these big vats, put some catfish in there with them, and the catfish will keep the cod agile. And there are those people who are catfish in life, and they just keep you on your toes. They keep you guessing, they keep you thinking, they keep you fresh. And I thank God for the catfish, because we would be droll, boring, and dull if we didn't have someone nipping at our fin.
0: Wow. wow! So that's his justification and it's that is super profound so for like a creepy man from the deep south well it's actually not from this creepy man i did a little
2: more research and found out that this first reference to these cod being kept on their toes so to speak by catfish <laughs> on their fins was actually mm-hmm. um the first reference to that specific situation was from a British writer in 1913 named Henry Wood Nevinson. Like Neve! Nevinson, okay. Yeah, yeah. He wrote a book called Essays in Rebellion, and it explains basically the same story, but regarding British fish exports and not Chinese. So, this quote mm-hmm. Man's activity, like the cod's, turns too readily to slumber. He is much too fond of unconditional ease. So oh, fucking lazy. So, so the fucking Lord. True. So the Lord gives him a comrade like a catfish to stimulate rouse and drive to creation as a devil may. This there sprawls man by nature lethargic and torpid as a cod, prone to inactivity, Accurate. content to lie in comfort, swallowing all that comes with wide open mouth, Accurate. big enough to gulp himself down if that could be. Yep, mm-hmm. it's describing my me. body type.
0: <laughs> the hungry ghost. The hungry ghost.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but your narrow throat. <laughs> There he sprawls, rotting at ease and rapidly deteriorating in body and soul till one little demon of the spiritual deep is inserted into his surroundings and makes him firm, brisk, and wholesome in a trice. Brisk? So, so, catfish keep things exciting and keep people from getting too lazy. And there are other allegorical stories like this throughout Christianity, um, including the parable about the leavened bread. So... You could tie this back to like adding yeast to your bread. It's sort it's an agitator, but it makes the whole thing work. So
0: I think Jesus was a catfish.
2: Well, um, pick it so up everybody. Come on. This author, this author, Nevinson, he was a suffragist. He mm-hmm. kind of the whole point is to sort of frame Christianity itself as the catfish. Without which he said, quote, the soul of Europe would have, uh, would have degenerated into a flabbiness,
0: lethargy, and desperate peace. So I don't need to go on a diet. I just need to take up Christianity, Basically. is what you're telling me.
1: Uh, or catfishing.
0: Not worth it.
2: They're <laughs> high in fiber. They'd probably be healthy for you.
1: Aren't they bottom feeders? Or is that just completely yeah. unrelated?
2: No, so here is the ironic part. A lot of people, when they're talking about this precise subject, they argue that first of all, there isn't and has never been a demand for fresh cod like anywhere. <laughs> Nor are catfish a natural enemy of cod because t- cod are typically saltwater and catfish are typically freshwater fish. So it's and
0: completely
1: they fucking made up. It's basically well, no totally one fucking said made that up.
0: Deep Southern husband was a smart man. <laughs> Deep South. I'm not a smart man. Oh my god. Deep South. But he liked Henry Nevinson. But I know what cod is. Oh my god. Jenny. I thought
1: it was maybe that people were serving catfish instead of some other kind of fish because that happens a lot, right?
2: What? I don't know. Like pig bung? Yeah. Yeah,
1: like pork bung. And Instead that's of what me should have no, named oh, his show, Pork, pork, Buh, Buh. the documentary, Bung. the TV show. <laughs> After after Zach and I found out about pork bung, we just ordered calamari at every opportunity, and then we would oh, like yeah. guess if it was gonna come as pork bung or as calamari with the tentacles. <laughs> well, if it's we if, would, you would, you like, if it's bet. mostly no. tubes,
0: it's probably pork bung. If it has a bunch of tentacles, you're probably safe. <laughs>
2: right? Yeah, but you but, don't want to eat those p- tentacly pieces anyway. I don't eat why? them; they're gross. Why they're so? I good. prefer bung. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, if you've got, you know, your mayo or your relish and your lemon, who the fuck cares? It's just well, a vehicle it's, yeah, for it's the fried really, it part. It,
0: it's just it. a vessel for the, the sauce. The first
1: time I ate calamari was when Lucy's mom lied to me and told me that it was French fries or onion rings. <laughs> yeah thought it was onion rings. <laughs> she said they were onion rings, and I just lapped it up and had mm-hmm. back good. Since. They're great. Never knew so good. How, they never knew how much you liked pork butthole, did you? <laughs>
0: yeah. Anything that hits a deep fryer is going to be enjoyable. Yeah. There, I said it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Long pig. I could eat long
0: pig. Long pig. <laughs> long bung.
2: Fry it up, give me a bowl of ranch, and I'm set.
0: <laughs> no, ranch is horrific. <laughs> I love ranch. Okay.
2: Would prefer tartar you. sauce with my long pig, but... Which
1: is just ranch.
2: Maybe a nice peach glaze.
0: Okay.
1: (laughs) All right.
2: Now you're speaking my language,
0: but Do you okay,
2: so do you guys remember in two thousand twelve that football player who was catfished? And this was kind of like at the beginning of the whole catfishing phenomenon. Yes. So, his name no, is Manti Teo. Because
0: anything Teo. that has to do with sports ball, I'm going to ignore it no matter how cool.
1: <laughs> no, it's, it was a cool story. I remember this. Yeah. It
0: was well, kind I'm ready of fucked it. up,
2: and I'm still not really clear on what happened, and I've been looking at yeah. this shit all day.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
3: mm-hmm.
2: Manti Teo was a mm-hmm. football player, I think at the time for Notre Dame. Um, went on to some, I don't, fu- I can't, I, whatever, he's a football yeah. player, I no don't care. No one cares fucking about somewhere. this part. keep yeah. going. <laughs> so he was getting a lot of media attention in 2012 because he was a good football player. And mm-hmm. um, on or because shortly after patriarchy. September 12th 2012, he told the media that both his grandma and his girlfriend had died on the same day. And okay. he said his girlfriend, he had had... A relationship with turns out that it was almost exclusively online since 2009 so in his mind wow. his girlfriend of almost three years yeah died um sh- her name was Lynnae and mm-hmm. she w- had both leukemia and she died in a car accident
1: oh right convenient
2: okay right so uh-huh. Lots if, of... if
1: you're not a Romanian orphan nun, mm-hmm. then you don't get to double up on the tragedy. Not buying it. Not, buying, not it. buying it. Not buying it. Not today, Satan. So he heroically <laughs> kept
2: playing football despite his grief because he had promised Lene that he would. So at some point she said, mm. if something happens to me, keep just playing, keep, playing keep playing football.
3: football. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I promise you my dying words will be never fucking play football again. What's wrong with you, you moron? <laughs> and expire. <laughs> if something happens to me, quit football, you idiot. <laughs> and the rest of your life mourning my passing. Zach and I
1: have a list of things we have to give up when the other person dies. <laughs> oh and we just my God. Keep Is yours being
0: Jewish? <laughs> <laughs>
2: You have these lists with quite a few people,
1: don't
0: you? Because you have one with me. Yeah. I don't have one.
1: I'll think of stuff. Don't worry, Amanda. Don't worry. I know. I was moving anyway. I I was
0: moving anyway.
1: (laughs) It's how she shows her love. Yeah.
0: God. I'm looking forward to it.
2: Utter selfishness.
0: (laughs) I've been holding on to a tin full of your stamps for about 18 years. Can I give that up? (laughs) That was a gift, Todd. <laughs> what?
2: Stamps.
0: <laughs> okay. Anyway. Don't worry about it. Inside joke between Kenyon and Amanda.
2: Apparently. Sorry about it. Okay. So Deadspin oh broke the story in January, so like a few months later, that the girlfriend didn't exist, that it was in fact a man named Rania Tuya Sosopo. was
3: right. oh, Behind nice. the hoax. Well done.
2: He, he was an acquaintance of Teo and had used a photo of one of his former classmates as Linnae's photo and he realized they had spoken on the phone several times and he like totally faked this woman's voice and I remember uh, that's I remember creepy. hearing this on the news at the time and of course I listened to the voice Because uh-huh. he had like voicemails or some somehow they were vo- samples of the voice and it, sure it wasn't it was, uh, like, it sounded like a chick. It was it was very hard to imagine that this was a really? man impersonating So he did a good a job.
0: job. He did a really good job. Well, so- it's very hard to imagine that I am a female in real life, based on my voice, so I get it. Touche. <laughs> and not a 12-year-old prepubescent boy named Jeremy. <laughs> Chad, you would be a Jeremy. My big brother's the worst. <laughs> anyway... Um, I just want to say,
1: I feel like when something goes on for three years, it ceases Mm -hmm. to be a hoax. Mm -hmm. Like a hoax, like my relationship with Dan. Three
2: hours. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, it did go on for that long, but this guy, uh, Rania, was on Dr. Phil later, and he told, and Dr. Phil asked him straight up, "Are you gay?" Because he kept yeah. saying like, "Oh, the feelings were real, and I'm just so oh. confused and whatever." So he basically he was in love with this guy, okay, and the guy yeah. was in love. Te- Teo was in love with who he thought was his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, so this, the Renaya eventually killed off Linay because he found out that Teo was skyping with other women.
0: Ooh, mm. cheater! So
2: that's why it finally ended in his up, in his yeah. words anyway. Mm. Okay. Um, so some psychology surrounding this case and countless others, including Mm -hmm. a lot in Catfish the TV show, um, mostly alludes to the internet being a relatively safe space, aka anonymous, for people to experiment Mm -hmm. with their sexuality and gender identity. Mm-hmm. Sure. So a lot of people,
1: and (laughs) do you guys watch Catfish, like, regularly? Mm Mm-hmm. I, I, well, I don't, I can't here, but I saw uh, some episodes A lot, like, before I moved. That was In my house last
0: summer when you were here for three weeks and it's all I ever play. I feel like... You you can say it. It's cool. (laughs) Yeah, that's all we want.
2: I feel like a solid 40% of the time, the person's gender is not what they say it is.
0: Right. That's very true.
2: Okay. It's a lot of times it's a a gay person who's not comfortable Mm -hmm. and they they pretend to be
1: another gender. It's like mm-hmm. dipping their toes in the water, trying to like test out that right. identity.
2: Yeah, and they want sure. to feel
1: like what it feels.
2: So this guy, he wanted to feel what it felt like to be loved by this super macho football player, hetero man. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And he knew he
0: would it's never. Just so He didn't think he'd find a relationship you never have like any that if
2: he were out. You
0: know. Mm -hmm. you never have any physical contact with these people. So you can have very deep emotional connections that turn into a romantic love, but I feel like it's so hard to tell what your sexual identity is, Uh, not necessarily until you're faced with some sort of, like, physical sexual act, but Mm -hmm. that's certainly a part of it. Totally. It's like you can have have predilections toward a certain gender or a certain, like, even body type, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, you might have as a straight person, you might have a type, but it's like, how do you know unless you? How do you know what you like until you try it? You well, know, I feel like I've had I feel like I've been sexually attracted to most people in my life at some point or never, right? and then I interact with both of you in real life and go, oh right, <laughs> both no, of this us? is a bad idea. Did you say both <laughs> <of us>? what? <laughs> what? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I've seen Ken was really drunk, okay. way too many times.
1: <laughs> I interact. I can feel like I'm attracted <laughs> to people named Kenyan and Lucy, and then I try to fuck them and then they freak out. No. And then it's like, oh I okay, never tried yes, never to mind. fuck either. Yeah. So <laughs> we Kenyan remember,
0: especially I had ample opportunity to get into that clam bake, <laughs> but I just never went there. <laughs> <laughs> We've shared a room on many occasions.
2: We've grossed each other out to the point of no return. So the, oh. being on the internet also allows for people to behave in ways they would never do in like a live face-to-face setting. So drifting into the territory of illegal activities is not really mm-hmm. a far reach because a lot of people... I mean, you're, you're faking a, a, a persona anyway. Right. It's, a, it's, it's easy to go over the line Um, many people exploit the person that they're duping for not only confidence or some kind of validation, but for financial gain or just plain entertainment. Mm -hmm. And they may also get a thrill out of tricking people online. And this, I love this. This is called the duper's delight. In 2013, two students at Ball (laughs) State University created a fake profile of a 15 year old girl and they were targeting their former roommate to like start a relationship with her. Uh oh. They didn't like the former roommate, apparently. They even hired a real 15-year-old girl to pretend to be Ashley on the phone. He ended up making plans to meet the girl at a movie theater where the two roommates were waiting with their camera phones in, like, a To Catch a Predator-style confrontation. (laughs) Well,
0: they uploaded... With Natty Ice and pizza. Probably.
2: They uploaded the video to YouTube and titled it, whatever this guy's name was, Is a Pedophile...
0: Jesus. And the
2: guy complained to the school that they had invaded his privacy and created a hostile environment. And then the academic review board decided to suspend them, the the two students, for a year. But they challenged it, the ruling, in a court, like a real court, Mm. as a violation of their First Amendment rights. And the court disagreed, saying that they obviously went way too fucking far and their actions were indeed objectionable. So that was the first ruling about any kind of
1: catfish behavior.
2: That was the first court ruling.
1: Interesting. Okay. So what ab- What about the show To Catch a Predator? Because mm-hmm. that is catfishing.
2: But I think if it's done by, like, a law enforcement agency, it doesn't count. Okay. So the laws are kind of weird surrounding internet crimes because the internet is a fairly new invention and it's mm. constantly evolving. So it's hard mm. to pin down, like, a precise crime. Um, There are some Mm -hmm. legal theories that could encompass a possible catfishing crime. One of them is fraud. Mm. Um, So fraud claims are usually premise if there was some kind of material gain one way or another. Sure. It's it's hard to prove fraud if there was nothing, like, exchanged. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. um, so if, and also if the person knew that the representation was false and they intended for the other person to rely on it, and then the other person was injured in some way is the other thing. So, um, usually if it's money or gifts, the perpetrator could likely be forced to reimburse and or pay some kind of restitution. hmm
1: Okay. So like, if you pretend to be a psychic and they pay you. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like Miss Cleo. Yeah.
0: Miss Cleo. Yeah. Miss Cleo. I'm so <laughs> glad you use that as a reference because that ties into one of my cases. Excellent. Sort shut of.
1: up. No way. Quan. Yes. Oh. That's awful. Awesome. But also oh, a lot of
2: a lot of people like in Catfish the TV show, they send mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh, my boyfriend needs to pay his rent." So they'll just wire them so cash. So much money is exchanged. Or, so
0: many of these people send their boy, their online boyfriend mm-hmm. or girlfriend money and gifts. That's like it's, it's as dumb as like the <laughs> the Iranian prince or whatever the fuck scheme it is. It's <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs>
1: I need to get some internet boyfriends. (laughs) Zach would not mind.
0: (laughs) If there's financial gain, we're all on board. That's true. Does it
2: count as cheating if you are totally misrepresenting your identity?
0: If you're in cahoots together as a couple, I say no. You're in the clear. Okay.
1: Yeah. If you have your partner's consent (laughs) to run the scam, then you're fine. This is something to bounce off Corey, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You have house repairs you need to pay for. Yeah, we Lion do. crime
0: side project, y'all. We need that money. We could double
2: up and both be catfishing, but we'd have to make sure we weren't catfishing yeah. each other because that would be a Let's
0: all three of us start catfishing. <laughs> or are you leaving me out of this again, just like high school? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it.
3: <laughs> You're moving anyway.
2: You're moving anyway.
0: <laughs> oh, God. I just laughed so hard. I splashed wine. <laughs> it's okay. It's just on my shirt. It's no. just on my shirt.
2: All right. So the last couple laws, like existing concrete laws that, that could be proven in a court to prosecute someone for this are um, intentional infliction of emotional distress. Ooh. So this is going to be real hard to prove. But if financial gain isn't an option for reasons to prosecute, like fraud, a mm. victim can claim that the behavior of the perpetrator was so outrageous that it was enough to shock the senses and cause actual psychological harm. So, Ooh. like, Manti Teo mm-hmm. could probably mm. prosecute. If he thought his girlfriend of three years died, died. in a tragic car accident and all mm. this media yeah. attention, like, he must
0: have been kind of fucked up, so. That ties into one of my cases, too. Excellent. <laughs> mm-hmm. Crazy shit, y'all. Uh and I'm
2: sure this, this probably ties into everyone's case, a misappropriation of likeness. Mm-hmm. Uh, the person whose mm-hmm. photos were being used could mm-hmm. sue the perpetrator um, if they can prove that the, that the perpetrator knew that they did not have permission
0: to use them. Right. So,
2: I don't know how it works. So, if like, you buy stock
1: photos...
0: <laughs> that doesn't count.
1: You're fine. You're fine. But if you're
0: just pulling off of some real person's Facebook page and stealing right. their f- pictures, then... That yeah. person could sue you.
1: But is it some guy, some guy I went to college with this, sorry, I totally forgot that this happened, mm. but some guy that I went to college with and like kind of knew, made out with once, no big deal. Type. Um, <laughs> he, <laughs> he found out, uh, he's black. He found out that somebody in, um, South Africa, not me, I swear, was okay, using it's photos uh, You were catfish catfishing women some... as this guy
2: <laughs> Kenyan catfished herself somehow
1: <laughs> As soon as I started explaining it I knew it wasn't looking good for me <laughs> started going down <laughs> Oh my god Anyway, oh, finish your story on. Moving on so. <laughs>
0: Um, Did he sue or did he find out who it was using his pictures?
1: No, but so he was on the basketball team and on the basketball team in our college, there were uh, like three players from South Africa and they were all buddies. And so that is how he found out because his buddy was on like Tinder um, or Bumble or something that they have here. Bumble. And, and... (laughs) And it came up, like his photo came up. <laughs>
0: that is I fucking creepy, because what if they, he met up with people on Tinder or Bumble, and then it's clearly not him, it's clearly a stolen fo- That just fucking creeps me out. I Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah, what's the point crazy? of using someone else's photo on an app that is designed to let you meet up with people, if it's not to, like, murder or rape them? Right. Well,
1: a lot
0: of well, catfish could, people have met each other that way. Yeah, that too.
1: Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of like stealing schemes Mm -hmm. going on in South Africa. The crime rate's pretty high. Here's a question. Here's a (laughs) (laughs) question. Destination wedding. So when you when
2: you upload your photos to Facebook, for example, Mm -hmm. I've never read any of that fine print. I don't think anyone does, but. Like how hard would it be to prosecute someone if they took your photos off of your Facebook, your public profile? I mean, I know it's misrepresentation, but
0: if it's I feel online like it depends on, somebody, on your privacy I feel like it would settings be, too.
1: I feel like it would be really hard. If you have a public profile mm-hmm. and you put up some photos,
0: Facebook essentially owns I think, them, I think.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and I think anyone can use them if they're not trying to use your identity along with them. Right. If they're just using your likeness.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That would be, that's tough because there is a lot of weird shit in that fine print about basically Mm -hmm. whatever you put up is like essentially the property of Facebook. But if your profile is set to private and you're like protecting those photos, you might have. More of a case in court, maybe?
1: Yeah. But I still don't know I because Facebook it.
0: is hosting it. And that fine print applies yeah. regardless of your privacy settings. All
1: right. Lawyers, write to us. Yeah. Let us know. So that when we, we start catfishing, wildly. we know
0: when we're going <laughs> to jail. What the boundaries are.
2: <laughs> well, prime example of how slippery these laws are. Um, and then the last three would be defamation, stalking, and harassment. That does it for me.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> 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 <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Nailed it. Okay. Yep. <laughs> she wrapped it up fast because she's worried she's going to she get did. caught before this episode ends. Defamation's <laughs> talking harassment. Defamation's harassment. She's fleeing right now. It's just going to be me and Kenyon for the rest of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Here's me running away. I'm get my, it. my right. getaway Johnny sticks.
1: <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> what the fuck are getaway are sticks?
1: <laughs> your legs. Yeah, your All legs. Right. Your stems. <laughs> it's one of my cool, favorites. Okay.
2: <laughs> Julian likes it also.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Are we ready for our first case? Yes, i
0: Let's do this.
1: <laughs> all right so this story was actually suggested by a fan Ooh. so big shout out to shannon Esrow of buffalo new york for sending this amazing story in. Uh, yes it was irresistible i had to do this case for this mm-hmm. topic it's so good and lucy and amanda did not read your email so they don't yeah, we know have no idea <laughs> i can't wait yeah
0: so wait—is okay. she like personally connected to this case? Is that why it no. happened to her? No. Right? She suggested it. Oh, okay. Nope,
1: nope, nope. Well, let's just wait and find <laughs> out.
0: We'll wait and find it's out. Not, All right.
1: She's not involved. She is not okay. involved. But I think it. She's she's from Buffalo, and it took place uh, partially in Buffalo. Oh. So, okay. And it was a, it's a very famous case. There was a Lifetime movie <gasps> directed by Courtney Cox. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And also a 2020 special. So there's a ton of information on this case. I couldn't cover it all. Um, I just kind of hit the pertinent salient points. I hit copy and paste. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I did steal about 95% of this from one article from abc.com.
0: That sounds like all of my research. I'm on board. As long as you cite it, whatever. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: ABC.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I got. Okay. So, if Thomas uh, Tommy Montgomery was a 46-year-old machinist, married and father to two children.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, in May 2005, he decided to... Uh, he was a little bored in his marriage and his life, and so he decided to create an internet chat room profile. It is 2005. Um,
2: (laughs) those were the
0: days. The late to the game. I I loved chat rooms. Oh, chat
1: rooms. Yeah. We all did. Learned a lot. Learned a lot. Learned a lot.
0: (laughs) About our sexuality.
1: I learned that a blowjob was not just, quote, kissing someone all over. (laughs) Just definitely what I thought it was for way
0: too long. Blowing small puffs of air just at someone's penis.
1: I did not know penises were involved until, like, <sighs> probably some of my peers were giving them away.
2: Poor Zach. <laughs> Poor Zach. Okay.
0: Kenyon's just now realizing. <laughs> Zach yeah, just full been, disclosure. We told her what a blowjob was twenty minutes ago before we started recording. Zach's been
2: <laughs> putting up with Kenyon's blowjobs for the last eight years. This is really relaxing, babe. (laughs) You're so generous. I feel like I'm out of spot. You're You're such (laughs) a generous lover.
1: (laughs) This is a nice change from the dry needling.
0: Good (laughs) God. Oh, my
1: God. Oh, my God. Okay. So.
0: What were we going to do? (laughs) Low No. Oh, right. Sorry. (laughs) So,
1: (laughs) So, Tommy... Thomas Montgomery, 46 years old, starts a internet chat room profile under the screen name Marine Sniper. Okay. Okay.
2: But he was probably not in the Marines.
1: Well, he had been. We'll find out. He had been. Or was an
2: underwater sniper. <laughs>
1: okay. Aquatic sniper.
3: Shut up. <laughs>
1: Um, In his profile He poses as an 18 year old Iraq bound US marine Um, But actually first He kind of fucked up And his profile Accidentally revealed His real age Because when he was Like signing up For the account He put in his Actual birthday And then it showed (laughs) And then it showed up On his profile And then people Asked him about it Because it was like A teenage chat room And he was like Oh no man That's just a joke Ha, ha, ha. Oh, I'm not yeah, really okay. 30 46. years older. Yeah,
0: <laughs> 46 years old. What a gross yeah. dude. So, he... <laughs> I thought it would be funny. Yeah.
1: So he <laughs> he's posing as an 18 year old, and um, he justified it to himself as a bit of like innocent fun because he had no intention of ever trying to meet the people that he was talking to online. He says at the sure. beginning, His, he just wanted to like you know get the excitement of chatting. Mm -hmm. So he quickly strikes The
2: Duper's Delight. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) I'm tying it all together, okay? (laughs) You're painting a
1: picture. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So he strikes up a conversation with the user, tall hot blonde, one L in tall. So <laughs> one L. So Town. I bet
0: two L's was taken. Yeah. So Tall hot, <laughs> hot blonde. Long pig lover sixty nine.
1: <laughs> um, who was an eighteen year old softball playing high school senior uh, from West Virginia.
0: Lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> softball. Come on.
1: That sounds fake. Tell also, though, really. <laughs> Just right? turned and eighteen. He like, struck gold. <laughs> yeah, oh, I play softball. I'm in high school. I'm from mm-hmm. West Virginia. Okay, <laughs> so the conversation quickly turns uh, flirtatious and then to, into a full-blown internet romance. Ugh. Tell hot blonde that <laughs> <laughs> <Real set. laughs> her real name was Jessie. Um, and she eventually told him that she was a virgin Ooh. and began sending increasingly suggestive photos of herself to Tommy. Mm. Jesse
0: and Tommy, love forever. Mm-hmm.
1: That's usually what yeah. virgins do, right? Yep. Right, right. So, in turn, Marine Sniper sent actual photos of himself <gasps> in military uniform from 30 years prior, mm-hmm. from his boot camp days. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, so now what? I'm going to need you to go look on the blog. Oh,
0: God, okay. Here we go. Oh, wait, that's Neve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's hot.
1: He's hairy. Okay, oh. so you, Shut. you see the suggestive photos of the blonde Jesse, yes. and then you see the, like, stern-looking... Oh. Everyone, all the articles described him as, like, a handsome, young Marine. It's like, nah. No. Yeah. You can also
2: he's totally like a... tell these are not current photos. Right.
0: Yeah, you can. Yeah. It's in can sepia tone. <laughs> Did you Instagram filter those? You're so cool. So retro.
2: Clarendon, I love that filter.
1: <laughs> okay, so Tommy begins to hint at Jesse that he's going to be going on some daring covert ops missions. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he's sent to Iraq and then sometimes he says he's going to be sent to Afghanistan. So he's not that consistent. And, um, he would say that he couldn't talk about it. So he'd be like, oh, well, you know, when I'm in the thick of things, oh, I, oh, I shouldn't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever.
0: I like your representation of his sexy military uh, voice. By the way.
1: I shouldn't
2: talk about uh, it. i uh, in the thick of I shouldn't things. talk about it. Oh. <laughs> trying to pinch one off real quick. Oh. oh. <laughs> oh,
3: my God. oh
0: We're my God. so hot. Ew. <laughs> all of my suggestive texts to Dan are set while pooping. That's when I have the most time to concentrate. <laughs> Hashtag propose Dan.
2: <laughs> well then you'll be all ready for him when he gets home. You're so sexy. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: Um, No, I'm pouring more wine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I get hotter the drunker everyone gets.
1: (laughs) So, Tommy and Jesse's online relationship begins to become all-consuming for both of them. Um, And Tommy later described it as, quote, more real to him than real life. And like a drug that he needed every day. Ugh. Okay. Meanwhile, he's married so. with children.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I'm pretty sure his kids are probably
0: Her age. around the
1: same age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, my. a little bit younger, but ah. pretty sure he had like teenage kids. Um, yeah. So the two began exchanging gifts, phone calls, and love letters. So he lives in Buffalo, New York. She lives in West Virginia. Um, then they begin having virtual sex, not with videos, obviously. Right. It's just, it's just leave.
0: super zooms on his penis and butthole. <laughs>
2: <laughs> your penis
1: is, it's so your youthful. balls are just real wrinkly. <laughs> I...
2: It's a condition. So well, I'm, if she's so a why? virgin, she doesn't know what an 18 year old dick's supposed to look like. Fair enough.
1: It's also 2005, so I'm not even sure they, like, entirely had the capability. To video chat they properly. Had to, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Okay. So, um, Tommy admitted that the virtual sex made him feel, quote, kind of dirty, but he was in too deep to break it off with Jesse. He was in love. Ugh. Ugh. He's disgusting. Yeah. Okay. So... There began to be signs that Tom was losing touch with reality. So in January two thousand six, he wrote a note to himself that read, quote, Tom Montgomery, forty-six years old, ceases to exist and is replaced by eighteen year old battle scarred marine. He is moving to West Virginia to be with the love of his life. Oh my God. Ugh. So first of all, talking about himself in the third person. That's <laughs> <laughs> He's just writing himself notes. can't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, two months later, after the note, so this is several, maybe six months into their whole thing, sure. but two months after he writes the note, um, his lies would start to unravel. Oh, yes. So, one day, one of his daughters... Was using the family computer, and an instant message from Jesse appeared on the screen. No. Yes. Oh. So the the daughter alerted the mom. Good on ya, Was it like a suggestive message? I assume. Probably. It doesn't say. But, also, but it must be. It must have been some towel hot blonde for her to tell her
2: mom. Yeah. It's probably mm-hmm. suggestive
0: enough. Classic towel hot. And sh-
1: And she used she used his name constantly. There's a there are photos, and I can direct you to them. I'll direct you to them later, of some of their conversations. But she uses she calls him Tommy like every single fucking line. Ew, I hate that. Is she a catfish? People, she doesn't seem real either. Well, I don't. They're in love. So, um, the daughter alerts the mom, who then finds. Her husband's secret stash of messages, photos, and even physical items from Jesse, like a pair of red panties. Yeah.
0: Gross. I bet he sniffs them every day.
1: It was definitely (laughs) sniffing those panties. There was some.
0: (laughs) Just huffing the crotch of this poor girl's face.
1: Oh. God, I hate everything. He goes to the doctor. He's like, I think I have a sinus infection or something. <laughs> I have a I yeast
0: infection in my nose in and your mouth. your nose. <laughs> <laughs> and lungs.
1: What? Do I go to an ear, nose, and throat doctor if I have a
0: yeast infection <laughs> Can I get a monostat that will fit in my nose, please? <laughs>
2: The supplement isn't fitting up my nostril. <laughs> do I need two How do time? I have to leave
0: this in with my legs in the air?
1: <laughs> is it still called a suppository if it goes up your nasal passage? <laughs> <laughs> Are there eye drops?
0: <laughs> I fucking hope this jagweed got a yeast infection in his nose and throat. Fucking asshole.
1: <laughs> okay, so the wife is furious... Um, she exposes her husband's, lies. her husband's lies. He can't. He can't deny it. I mean, it, there's just too much proof. It's all there.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so the wife sends Jesse a current photo of their family and identifies 46-year-old Tom. Ooh. So she's like, "This is the man you've been talking to, the and blah, 46-year-old blah, 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 blah. Year old father and husband.
0: Go yeah. vomit Who forever. Loves- I'm so sorry."
1: He looks so much like our 8th grade social studies teacher, ah, who I love. Mr. Thompson. Olson? No, Mr. Fuck, what was his fucking name? Was Mr. Olson. Olson was like, God damn
0: that. Oh, house. Mr. Thompson, Mr. Thompson. Yeah, I, I just Mr. Said Thompson. Said Mr.
1: Thompson. He is but, Mr. Thompson. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Amanda, were you trying to say something? <laughs> I only said Mr. Thompson 20 minutes ago.
1: Anyway, he looks like Mr. Thompson But he's not Mr. Thompson Because I love Mr. Thompson (laughs) Okay, so The best, this is one of my favorite parts Of this whole story Brian's Brian's screen name Was Beefcake <laughs> just straight up beefcake, like That's, no numbers. Yeah, he just he cornered the market on beefcake. Yeah, <laughs> he's the first
0: and only
2: ah, one. <laughs> this was, was in 2005, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Oh, oh god. Some magical. So are you sure? Good. Are you sure it wasn't Beth cake? <laughs> yeah, no. He Beth. had he spelled it correctly.
0: Yeah. Beefcake. <laughs> Beefcat. You gotta be real <laughs> confident to be using the name Beefcake as your screen name. He yeah. must have been handsome. Beefcake.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and tell hot, blonde are meant for each other. Tell me they hook up.
1: <laughs> okay, so. Soon... Brian Beefcake oh, went from consoling, heartbroken, tell hot blonde Jesse. Uh
0: oh. To
1: starting a romantic online relationship of their Will own. Will Jesse
0: never learn? <laughs> never <laughs> really. <laughs> yeah. okay, Get so, your shit together.
1: So, so Tom finds out. Um, uh Because there's, it's still, there's some I aming but there's also just some chat rooming. So he's still in these chat rooms, and he sees sure. the relationship <laughs> developed between Beefcake ah, and tell Hot Blonde. And <laughs> it's so good.
3: <laughs> and it oh, I
2: comes know with this a ends in
0: bloodshed, but it's so good.
1: <laughs> oh my god, does he kill Beefcake? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not going to tell you
1: yet, there's so much more. So...
0: Beef cack.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> Tom IMs Jesse at, uh, like, increasingly <sighs> ominous and threatening things like Brian will pay with blood.
0: Jesus okay? Christ. Yeah, they, Not
1: they, subtle. They're is this, an Anne Rule novel? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Jesse and Brian responded by smearing Tom's name throughout all their favorite chat rooms Oh, and lord! <laughs> <laughs> Revealing his real age and making him out to be sort of a pedophile,
0: because he sort of is. Yeah, yeah.
1: But she's she's smearing his name. She's in a new relationship. All this stuff. But Jesse still hasn't fully let go either.
0: Oh, uh, of Tommy?
1: Yes. Ugh. Oh,
0: come on, girl.
1: So she begins messaging him again, saying tantalizing things like, I ache to be with Tommy. Do you miss it, Tom? Ew. Ugh. To which oh. he would reply, <laughs> more than, wrong then, you will ever know, I wish I could be that 19-year-old Marine for you. So well. they're like mourning the fact that that he's romance.
0: forty-six, yeah. has his, a bad mustache and a bunch of kids.
2: His catfishing <laughs> is now just their like kink, let's their fetish. Mm-hmm.
0: I fucking hate it so much. <laughs> I hate it.
1: Okay. <laughs> So
2: surprisingly, I am waiting to hear that Talhat hat blonde is like a sixty-five-year-old obese woman in a, <laughs> a
0: hundred-year-old manna trying to get sex. <laughs>
1: okay, so surprisingly or not surprisingly, maybe Jesse and Tom rekindle their online affair. What? Yep. She come seems on. to have come to accept the fact that he's almost thirty years her senior. Oh. <laughs> and now I Now look at There's one photo of a conversation
0: Can we um, read it? On the blog like, Yes
1: So who wants with... to be Marine Sniper? Amanda. Amanda God damn it Okay Lucy you're Duh, gonna be the voice. Okay
0: <laughs> Alright take <laughs> it Is away Is it the one that starts and with wish? Scene Wish you were nude <laughs> <laughs> What would you do? Stare. (laughs) That all? Nope. (laughs) You might get the magic.
3: Uh, mm.
2: (laughs) Make love to me, Tommy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is the worst. This is the
1: worst. (laughs) My my favorite is...
0: Stare Stare. What would you do? Stare? I'd
1: probably
3: stare.
0: <laughs> I don't know, probably just stare.
2: I'd stare like a dumb shit virgin. That's what I would do.
0: Okay. Woo! Okay. Lucy, I've never felt closer to you. <laughs> Make love to
2: me, Yet uh, Tommy. Oh god, oh wait. <laughs>
1: stare. Uh oh. <laughs> so, surprisingly, or maybe not surprisingly, again, the forbidden romance couldn't last.
0: Oh, it Jesse... burned out. It burned out too brightly, <laughs> too quickly. Yeah.
1: After his virtual sex typing was stare, uh, <laughs> Jesse... Jesse broke it off again and took back up with Beefcack. <laughs> <laughs> beef <cack. laughs>
0: <laughs> this is my and, favorite story in the world.
1: And this oh, this oh, sent God. Tom into a <coughs> steep downward spiral.
0: <laughs> <Okay>. Oh no. <laughs> she play with his heart.
1: <laughs> the district attorney later described it as quote "going into an abyss." Oh Yikes! My God. Okay, so, get it ooh, together,
0: Tom. Yeah.
1: So one day, Tom overhears Brian telling coworkers that Jesse had chosen him to quote uh, pop her cherry. Uh, uh.
0: Oh, <laughs> fucking patriarchy! That is some nasty. shit. I can't
1: even oh. handle that phrase. Uh, also, okay. get so a gross. handle
0: on virginity because that's not quite how it works. No. I... <laughs> cherries
1: don't even pop. Okay, anyway, no, not
2: even real life. Maraschino I... cherries, maybe.
0: Not no, really, not even if they you've squished. soaked them in vodka for a really long time.
1: Squish my cherry, Tommy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Irreparably damage my hymen, beefcake. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's supposed My to tear sacred, or sacred pop or man. squish, yes. for the record. Pop, six, squish, Yikes. spithero,
0: lip shits. Oh. Okay. Ooh.
1: <laughs> yes. Lip <shits. laughs> Okay, so. Next sleepover
0: then, we're watching Chicago, by the way, continue.
1: Yeah. So then, when Brian <laughs> announces that he's going to West Virginia, uh, so it's like a six, seven hour drive from Buffalo, uh, so that he right. can finally meet Jesse. Towel Hot Blonde face to face and, and Popper Cherry, Tom oh, yeah. loses his shit.
0: Yes. So,
1: on September 15th, 2006, 16 months after meeting Jesse in the chat room, Brian Beefcack was found dead in the parking lot of the plant where he and Tom <gasps> both worked. Gosh, I wonder who did Net. it and why. <laughs> yeah, I know. <sighs> he had been shot three times with a military rifle.
0: Oh, you mean a marine rifle? The yeah. plot thickens. <laughs> a marine sniper rifle?
1: Yeah, basically. So, uh, police soon figured out about the love triangle <laughs> at play, but Tom was nowhere to be found. Oh no. <laughs> so, look in West Virginia. Yeah, so yeah. exactly. So they were wor- they were instantly worried that he was on his way to hurt Jesse. So they quickly sent officers to her address to ensure her safety and interview her. So they know her IP address, so they know her physical address. So they right. contact their colleagues in West Virginia to go out to her right away. When the police in West Virginia arrive, however, they were in for a surprise. Oh God! Charlotte <laughs> <on> Twist, Jesse. <laughs> no, it's not what you think. Quite. <gasps> Jess, Jessie had never heard of Tom or Brian and she had never had the screen name Talhot Blonde. So there's, what? There's, She's fake. I knew it. So there's an 18 year old named Jessie who lives at this address. Right. No idea what any of this is. Has never Holy heard of these shit. people.
0: Okay. Oh my God. Okay. Oh God. I'm <laughs> sweating. I am fucking sweating right now. Her
1: mother Mary, however, was another no. story. Oh my no. God. Mary, was she you 46? dirty bird. Yep. She was 46. No, oh. no. She was in her mid forties. She was in her mid forties. Married. Holy shit. Mother of 18 year old Jesse. Double fucking catfish.
0: Oh my God.
1: It's a double catfish.
2: I so love it. Yeah. I love How it. How did I she love get so the much.
0: suggestive okay. photos? Or were the suggested photos not of her daughter? No, nope. they're somebody clearly else. not. They're just online. No. Nope. Look at the they're nope. not even the same girl, are they? They
2: are
1: the same girl. Oh they my were God. of her own no. freaking daughter.
2: Oh my God. These sexy photos. Yep. Or yep. Her like laying on the couch in like a tube top. Yep. The How mother the somehow
1: fuck? was using actual photos of her own daughter Jessie to string both Brian and Tom along for over a year.
0: Holy shit. Yeah. Ew. Mm-hmm. Oh my, what a fucking
2: crick. So she was married at the time? What did her husband say? So- I don't
0: even care that she was married. I care that she is like obviously going onto her daughter's like phone or. Yep. I'm just trying to draw parallels
2: between her and Tommy, because they're doing the same fucking fucking fucking
1: thing. Yeah, they're both married parents in their mid-40s. Yep.
0: Get a fucking hobby, you crazy, psycho pieces of shit.
1: So fucking crazy. So, Shannon, the listener who suggested this case, wrote in her email at, like, this point in the story... um, I'm not just reading her email, but... At this point in the story, she wrote, <laughs> quote, fucking shit nasty, right? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> fucking shit roll
0: nasty. Sure is, Shannon. Sure is. <laughs> you nailed it, girl.
1: Okay, so oh, oh prosecutors tried to find a crime to charge Mary with. So Mary's the real Jesse. But couldn't. Um, <gasps> because she hadn't broken any laws. Uh, Even if she had manipulated both men and possibly stoked Tom's jealousy, she hadn't, like, really crossed that legal line. Uh Uh-huh. But she didn't come Uh out of it unscathed. Her husband divorced her, and her daughter, now in college, cut off all ties with her mother. So Jesse was like... Because, duh. You fucking cray. I'm out. Is this a... Is this
2: a picture of her with a graduation cap on? And that's her mom.
1: That's her mom. Oh
0: Oh my God. God. You guys. She's hot. Just kidding.
2: She is the female version of Mr. Thompson, though. Her
0: face is as wide as it is tall. It's a perfect circle. I'm I'm not even mad. I'm just impressed.
2: I like her transition lenses, too. And they're
0: purple, purple transition lenses. Girl, you slay. I'm into it. So, That's um, a tall, blonde if I ever saw one. She got a
2: dirty, <laughs> dirty brain. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, you fucking shit nasty. Uh, <laughs> nasty <girl. laughs> you shit nasty, girl. You
0: shit nasty.
1: Okay, so Tom, Tom was charged with Brian's murder after police discovered a photo of the gun used in the shooting in Tom's own gun cabinet. And mm-hmm. uh, I, his DNA, this is also one of my favorite parts, his DNA on a peach pit. At the crime scene,
0: So he just ate a peach, he was, killed a guy. He was ditched was like, the peach, waiting for off.
1: Brian, like waiting for <laughs> Brian to leave work, eating a peach, and then was like, "Where did they?
2: Where did they find him
1: in the parking oh, lot man. at work?
2: No, Bri- where did they find Tommy?
1: Oh, I don't know. Oh yeah, because remember they,
2: Tommy
0: was nowhere to be found.
1: Somehow they found him." I don't think They trace has.
0: the trail of peach juice. <laughs> <laughs> there are just peach
2: pits leading them oh straight to him. <laughs> like Reese's
0: Pieces for E.D. <laughs>
2: Guy likes peaches. Guy's gonna eat 1,200 peaches after killing a man. Whatever.
0: Oh my
1: peaches fucking god. Peaches and cherries. Um, that, ew. <laughs> okay, so... Tom pled guilty before the case went to trial and was sentenced to 20 years in prison. So only
0: 20 years. Yeah,
1: so he's still in prison, but he's gonna get out in like probably in a few years.
0: Yeah, that's soon.
1: Yeah, he's I think in, in. I think instead of
2: using the phrase "popping your cherry," we should change it to crack in your pit." because that makes just as much sense and it's even grosser and it might discourage people from even thinking of it that way i like
0: crack my peach pit i'm gonna crack your pit girl (laughs) well maybe we should go meet this guy when he gets released too we gotta find out what prison he's in oh we need to do like a tour
1: yeah yeah there's, there's this amazing online resource that you can use to look up specific prisoners if you know, like, their full name and, and age, and then it'll tell you what prison they're in, and I love it. We um, need perfect. that now. Yeah, it's great. It's free. It's online if they're in federal prison. Um, mm-hmm. Is it called
2: notquitestockinggovernor <laughs> Is it called
1: <laughs> They're a Worse Person Than Me, I Think? com.gov. <laughs> uh,
2: at least you got caught
1: for it. <laughs> yeah, so perfect. Now, one last thing that I just think is really weird and disturbing is that so uh, Tom has given like several interviews, and in his interviews, right. he's always in like a laughing, joking, good mood where he's like, "Yeah, isn't it crazy? She catfished me back. <laughs> you killed someone. Yeah. <laughs> you're not in jail it's like he thinks for catfishing, you're in jail because right. you fucking murdered Beef Cack.
0: It's uh, like he thinks the whole thing is justified because he was also duped. Yes. Right. Yeah. But she didn't kill someone. Mm hmm. Let's in a call jealous, this jealous rage.
1: Let's call this the duper's delusion. Mm. Ooh. I, I like duper's delight. You can keep that one. Both, I wanna write both, like a gangster's
0: both. paradise style rap song about the Reaper's <laughs> Delight. Do, Do
1: it. it. <laughs> Include special thanks <laughs> no. <ice> this week. <laughs>
0: the Kenyans definitely got the uh <laughs> you can keep all of the songs.
1: I peach I popped all your peach pits. Yeah. You Pop, popped our pits. That's, <laughs> that's your <okay>. niche. <laughs> Alright, that's my case. Double fucking catfish. All the credit goes to our listener, Shannon.
0: Incredible. Thanks, Shannon.
1: So good. Love well, it.
0: I, I mean, I can't even follow that up, but I'm going to try. <laughs>
1: All right. Take it away.
0: Two shallow dives. One is the first is also a listener story that I'm going to touch on um, without names, but she knows who she is. So, hey, girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, girl. Okay. We know who you are, too. We mm-hmm. know who you are, but Ta- <laughs> we're not going to use names just Ta- for safety's sake. It's tall Hot Blonde. blonde. <laughs> it's tall Hot Blonde, the one yeah. who first got the screening. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah>. For fight. <laughs> so she meets a guy online when she's like 15 in a nick.com chat room, which I totally <laughs> used to go on myself. What the fuck is nick.com? Like Nickelodeon. Oh! And I think the three of us used to use one of these AOL chat rooms to like lure unsuspecting weirdos into cybering. Oh, yeah. oh my God, Amanda! Yeah. Do you remember no, the rhinoceros that, guy? That was the rhinoceros guy. Oh, we did that all the time. Yeah. That was super used to dangerous. All the time. well, whatever. We didn't give any information.
1: When you say like, we were always... Cyber. we were always
0: like eighteen with strawberry blonde hair. <laughs> we're
2: like, stroke my phallic <laughs> horn. Let
0: I'm bray braying. for me.
2: I'm braying. Wash me. We, we
0: once lured some guy into cybering us, and we told him that we had a fantasy where we wanted him to be a zookeeper, and we were a rhinoceros. <laughs> oh my god.
1: It was god. me and Lucy's
0: best work. It was so he, good.
1: He was
2: into it, and I hey. remember this so vividly. We were in your dad's office, yep. cracking At up, and your office. mom was like, home what are you office. guys doing over there? Don't worry about it, mom. Nickelodeon.com. You're not cybering again, are you? We're
0: 15. So, yeah, sorry, Mom. We were cybering again. We were. Sorry, Suzanne. So, we've definitely been trolls since day one. It's so bad. (laughs) Um, So, the two of them chat frequently, and this turns into an exchange of phone numbers, and pretty quickly, they're texting constantly. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Mm -hmm. similarly to the other story, like, these these catfishing things, they seem to escalate fast into, like, Mm -hmm. very intense communication, Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what happened here. He starts telling her everything about his, quote, tragic life, including Mm. that his sister died in a car accident, his mother was beaten to death by his father, that he's addicted to Ah! heroin, and that he was homeless and moved in with a female friend, like, this whole sob story.
1: Jesus. Awesome. They start
0: talking, and a Russian phone, orphan, probably <laughs> Russian orphan <laughs> how, with how cancer, was
1: his leukemia
0: possessed. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> the whole nine, <laughs> the whole nine. So they start talking on the phone every night, and she even becomes friends with this guy's roommate, the friend that he moved in with when he became homeless. Apparently, mm-hmm. and the three of them are all becoming very close. It's all Gucci. Everyone's happy.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Each time they would plan to meet something would come up and he would bail like and meet his in person right exactly or like even Skype he wouldn't
2: uh, he wouldn't
0: Skype with her he talked wait. to her on the phone but
2: Okay they did talk on the phone. They
0: did talk on the phone and this was a man I just I don't know anything else about him but
2: mm-hmm.
0: um his web of super obvious lies at least to anyone over the age of 15 remember mm-hmm. she was 15 at the time. Okay. All right. Uh, starts to unravel pretty intensely. So <laughs> Instead of breaking it off when, like, his shit hits the fan and he wants out, he, like, decides he doesn't want to be in this relationship with her anymore,
3: mm-hmm.
0: he fakes his own suicide. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hey, girl, I just committed suicide. Gotta no. go bye. <laughs> No. No. He bullies the, the mutual friend that he's supposedly been living with into delivering the news of his suicide, and she keeps up the ruse for another two years. So so
1: our listener and the roommate chick stayed in touch. Correct. After fake suicide of Duke. Correct.
0: Yeah. Okay. So they so, were friends after that or Yep, I mean they they became friends like she and the and the third party mutual friend gal became friends while she was talking to this guy. Mhm. Oh and gosh, okay. he made the fucking mutual friend tell her that he had killed himself and he was obviously not going to be around anymore because he was oh. dead. Oh, that's
3: sweet. And she and
0: this girl stayed Are in you touch. you because... a new
3: roommate?
0: Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> Send a money order and $500 in Target gift cards to this address.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just
0: kidding. Um, <laughs> what so, about the funeral? I mean, they yeah. don't live in the same state. It's okay. just, she's she could 15, have told her anything. She can't go anywhere. And, right. Yeah, again, she's 15. It's not like she could travel even if she wanted to. Mm -hmm. But suspicions continue to rise in this scenario, as I'm assuming our listener gets a little older and starts to kind of get wise and think that things are not adding up. Mm -hmm. And our listener does some digging to see what's really up with this asshole. And he catches wind that uh, this guy catches wind that she's been sleuthing probably from the mutual friend that they still have, mm-hmm. and he goes, like, completely off the deep end. He hacks into her social media accounts. Oh, my God. He starts God. fucking with all of her shit. He's sending her threatening messages saying that he, he's going to kill her, that he knows where she lives, which, so he, unfortunately... So he breaks the
2: fourth wall to he threaten did. her.
0: Af- yeah, to threaten her after he finds out that she's been looking into him because okay. it's, like, such a loose web of lies. Mm-hmm. and he did know where she lived because you know 15 year old her they had exchanged addresses to like send each other mail or whatever oh mm-hmm. yeah and so yep. she's obviously very afraid because this person has been like Jesus. keeping tabs on her for years and is now so, threatening to kill her
2: how far yeah. away
0: how far apart do they live i'm not 100 percent sure but i i they're not in the same state as far as okay. i know okay okay So she deletes all of her social media, wipes herself off the internet grid for a year or two until things calm down, and later she receives notification that, indeed, everything he said was a lie, that the mutual friend they had was bullied into helping him weave his bullshit tale, and that he'd been keeping tabs on her for years after they all stopped talking.
3: That's the creepiest part. So nobody died,
0: thank God, even though it was faked, but... My take on this whole tale is that, like, emotional instability plus youth plus boredom equals highway mm-hmm. to the danger zone. So, mm-hmm. bar your oh. children from the internet yes. until they're, like, 25.
1: Yeah. For sure. Plus information superhighway plus right. rhino porn. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Someone's into it. We found that someone.
2: Plus, like, just the internet at that point in time, at least during our rhino weird Mm -hmm. cyber-sexing endeavors, it was all so new. There were no rules. There was no oversight.
0: Uh, I made an online chat room friend and went and met up with him at the Mall of America at Hot Topic.
1: Oh, I was thinking thinking (laughs) of a different friend you met online and met in person who we later vacationed with. I made a different
0: online friend, so when Mm -hmm. I first moved to New York, I didn't know anyone, so I put out a call for friendly gays on MySpace to be my (laughs) new best friend, and I sent, like, five guys, basically, like, a questionnaire, and a couple of them responded, and I picked my favorite, my friend John. Shout out, hi, John.
2: And, Hi, John! I know John.
0: Yeah, we basically were like, let's go get coffee. I drove to his house. I'd never met him before. I was new to this town. I mm-hmm. picked him up. We went and got coffee, and we've been friends ever since.
1: Yeah. Is that when like, you, He's a lovely person. Is that when you accidentally
2: yeah. did PCP that one time?
0: No, what? that was a different person, and it wasn't PCP. <laughs> it was cocaine laced marijuana, and it was somebody I worked with in New York, mm-hmm.
3: oh,
2: okay. and it was
0: fun, deal. but also terrifying. Um... <laughs> But yeah, he and I are still friends, but of course it was at the peak time when, like, the Craigslist killer was a thing. Yep. So oh my, my sister God. called my mom one day when I was out with John, and my sister's like, oh, where's Amanda? What's she up to? And my mom's like, I don't know. She's meeting some internet friend. And my sister was living in Boston, which is where the Craigslist killer happened. And was like, Jesus Christ, Mom, you let her go meet some stranger on the internet? Like, have you read nothing about the Craigslist killer? What the fuck is wrong with you? And my mom was like, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> it's, fine. Fine. it's fine. It's fine. He and of course,
1: nailed that questionnaire, though. So.
0: Yeah, he really did. He crushed it.
1: <laughs> I anyway, love John.
0: John, we I, miss you. We do miss you. He lives. Come to my I'm cabin again. He lives. Yeah. Huh? Yes. Those were good times. <laughs> so that was our listener story, and then I just wanted to go over my favorite, my absolute favorite catfish episode.
2: Yes. Yes.
0: And. I watch this show as you know and it's amazing and it's usually like the same shit every time which I never lose interest but mm-hmm. some people do. Um but I never lose interest as no. long as Max and Neve are making
2: really bad puns throughout yeah. I won't lo- I will not lose interest for sure. So Dang,
1: this is one of my favorites online. I've only seen it like twice. Okay. It's on
0: MTV.com yeah. almost okay. all of the episodes for free streaming. So you Sweet. can do that.
1: All right, perfect.
0: Mhm. Wait, um, let me write that down. Okay.
2: <laughs> M-H-T-T-P.
0: Okay. Oh, Jesus. I don't have an Uber phone. So I actually found this recap written by, an, I, I, I don't know, someone who works for a publication called Pop Crush. So this is a recap written by Ali Zubiak, and it's so perfect that I just like picked my favorite pieces from it. And I'm going to read it to you. Awesome. Um, I don't know the title of the episode, but it aired April 27th, 2016. So you can go find it on MTV.com. Oh my God. I know what episode this is. This is also my favorite. It's so good. So the episode starts with your standard plea to hosts Max and Mm Neve. Quote, I think someone is using my family to catfish me. From 18-year-old Kentucky native Kayla. Things quickly veer off course a few email sentences later. Quote, just over two years ago, a woman named Courtney contacted me, letting me know my dad really wants to be in my life, she wrote. Mm
3: -hmm. Over the past
0: two years, Courtney and I have become close friends. Although Courtney has been giving me messages from my dad, I haven't seen him since I was a kid. Then the kicker. Mm. The reason being is that my dad passed away almost (gasps) 14 years ago. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That gasp is absolutely warranted and it gets what? crazier. What?
2: Okay. It's so good. It's, it's so, so good. good. If you watch one episode of Catfish, this please let it be one. this one cuz okay. it's so seriously good. amazing.
0: Oh god, I'm so The excited. details of Kayla's story unfold in a series of increasingly tragic events from there. As young children, she and her sister witnessed their father brutally murder their mother. He, oh. Frankie, drove off with his daughters in tow in the car shortly after the murder. Fuck. A police chase ensued. Kayla's father, who suffered from bipolar disorder and schizophrenia, was eventually caught and sentenced to time in prison. He hung himself in his cell a few years later.
1: Oh, so Just he's when like Ka- documented dead.
0: Yes, he is he's dead.
1: for sure dead. Yep. Okay. All
0: right. Just when Kayla decided to forgive her father years later, Courtney reached out to tell her, He's sorry. Hmm. Yeah. Some random woman. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, God. Barring the supernatural element, the circumstances surrounding Courtney's sketchiness are par for the catfish course. Mm. (laughs) She won't video chat or meet up with Kayla, even when the two once lived a mere state away. So Kayla's aunt, Shannon, is skeptical. Mm -hmm. Courtney knows otherwise unknown specifics, Frankie's chosen cigarette brand, his favorite ice cream flavor, sandwiches he liked, yada, yada, yada. But... Inmates have fan clubs, typically yeah. of the deranged kind. There yeah. has to be an explanation.
1: That's definitely going to be its own episode, by the way.
0: R- right. Oh, for sure, and we mm-hmm. are going to do our own research by reaching out to inmates. <laughs> I'm not anyway. Doing
2: it. <laughs> I'm doing. Already it. have. <laughs> to be bed. clear.
0: Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, Courtney never asked Kayla for anything in return for their correspondence. So no money is exchanged, no gifts, nothing. Okay. No case for fraud she okay. claims she has no ties to frankie or his family she'd never even heard of the murder or of his suicide she lives in florida at like right now but she at the time of the murder lived in ohio and news from a small kentucky town does not travel too far beyond its bounds so so why did she, she pick just,
1: out this chick and how does she know. know all this stuff
0: I you have can just no wait idea. And see, lady.
1: Right. I
0: mean, you can say wait and see, but there, you may be dissatisfied <laughs> with the end of this. <laughs> Waiting, nothing. Here's just wait. here's how because Frankie's spirit allegedly showed up one day, and Courtney says she eventually felt a need to reach out and talk to Kayla.
1: Oh, so my at this God. point,
0: yeah, isn't that crazy? So at this point, Neve and Max start in on their like entry level detective work, and Courtney seems to be legit. She's who she says she is. A brief telephone conversation later, she agrees to meet up with Kayla and the the catfish show for the sake of closure. But Kayla has now turned skeptical and is unable to grapple with the possibility of yet another disappointment. She's overwhelmed and like any normal person confronted with the idea of otherworldly communication is entirely Mm -hmm. freaked out. With her dead father. Yeah.
1: Listen, I just want to put this out there. I did not grow up with my dad in my life at all, and it was mm-hmm. not a problem. I had mm-hmm. a great childhood. But if he wants to reach out, dead or alive, and pay for my yeah. wedding, I'm available. <laughs> you're, not, you're not invited. <laughs> but if you want to you're... pay for it, right. I will accept that. Yeah. Then I will alleviate most of my grudges Yeah. yeah. for a
0: monetary yeah. payment. Yeah. Maybe. No, we can just go back to business as usual.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's just no. Just most being like 51%, life. it's yeah.
0: fine.
1: Yeah. And so, if this woman, Courtney, there, is around, yeah.
0: <laughs> my father passed away a couple years ago, but if you want to get into contact with him to pay for my wedding <laughs> from beyond the grave... <laughs> That'd be great. I hear you're really good. <laughs> I'll give you a cut if you can get my my dead cut. father to pay for my wedding. I'll give you. I'll a give cut you ten percent.
2: Cake. I can just see him. Of the cake. S- I can just see him sighing and pulling his credit card out of his wallet right now. Like, that is, uh, I literally.
1: Too.
0: Amanda had the sweetest dad ever. Oh, just the best. <laughs> he is he, the That's best. probably exactly what would have happened.
1: Just so resigned.
0: <laughs> Ugh, like, fine. Or getting you like all totally these, like, exasperated.
1: Women in his life. He's just like. <laughs>
0: Oh, okay. Poor bastard. It
1: anyway. didn't help
0: that he only had one leg.
1: So
3: it was he like, did. Ah, fine.
0: He was badass. That's a whole well, other you thing. took my oh. leg. You may as well take all my money too, even from beyond the grave. <laughs> uh, Classic. You took my leg. Just take my wallet. Too. Did you check? To be fair, the leg, I did not so, take his cash because that's where <laughs> I would we, store it.
1: We in sort of leg. did.
0: We got the leg back. Okay. It did not have a secret stash of, like, <laughs> <new> rupees <laughs> okay. inside of it. Okay. We're this is checking. a gold heel. I would have told you if there was <laughs> secret true. money in my dad's hollowed-out prosthetic <laughs> leg. <laughs> Amazing! How With fucking badass band. would that be? <laughs> so good.
2: A bunch of Bonds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> from 40s. Microsoft
1: from like 1980. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, that's not how that worked out.
1: Damn it, Mike.
0: Why didn't you do that? Yeah, oh. I'm mad. I'm so mad at you in depth. I'm so mad at you. <laughs> anyway. So... They travel to meet each other on the dime of catfish, and there is a moment of confrontation. <laughs> Kayla asks Courtney for proof by way of information that no cyber sleuthing could uncover mm-hmm. something that only Frankie could possibly reveal to courtney um we don't I don't think we hear what that information is in the episode at all. They keep a lot of stuff off of the camera, which is kind of weird, mm-hmm. but it's too bizarre to it's not so bizarre. air the episode. But I'm yeah. sure there
2: were some parts where she was like, no, this is off the record. Right,
0: okay. but apparently, Courtney does reveal information that only Frankie could know. Ooh. Courtney delivers two key pieces of information, uh, which include like more tragic backstory and a situation involving domestic abuse. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this poor girl really had a tough time of it growing up. Mm. And this turns Kayla from a complete skeptic now to a true believer in mere seconds. Okay. So at this point, most viewers are expecting some major unburdening of truth that, like, Aunt Shannon, who is by her side the whole time, is somehow in on it, or that Courtney is a long-lost relative or a lover, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. Um, Was it all just a huge scam that the catfish producers even realized early on and just dove into headfirst, or Mm -hmm. all for the sake of the story? And the moment to pull back the curtain presents itself at long last, but no reveal ever comes. There's so like just, no explanation. She's a medium is yeah. pretty much what we walk away with from yeah, from and that's the all you
2: that's all you can hope for. I mean, I 100 percent believe that there are people with these talents out yeah. there. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm I've an met atheist one. and I mm. believe it too. I had a psychic yeah. tell me at 12 that I would marry a Jewish man.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. There She's you go. got the tape to prove it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> It's all on cassette tape. But, like, how how much closure
2: could you reasonably expect for a... 23 minute TV show. Right. You're like, oh, yep, she's psychic. Wrapped that one up. Well, you know? and
0: in in interviews about this episode in particular, Max, who, if anybody has watched the show, he's definitely like the super skeptical, yeah. kind who of curmudgeonly naysayer. kind of dick. Would, That's why if, I like him. If Dan died, I'd be all over that gray line. He's the, in a, he's a the suspicious Aloysius. <laughs> he is. Yeah. But he even said, like, there's shit that we didn't record that makes me believe that this is true but like Mm. why
1: the thing that confuses me is why his spirit would go to this random lady in florida i don't know because she's perceptive i mean it's it's a all right i'm
2: just gonna go that could be why do it it's a level of sensitivity Mm. i think from my understanding from that realm is that certain people who are sensitive to those kinds of things are kind of tuned in to different like levels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you if this spirit is on a certain level, then they'll gravitate to those living people who are mm-hmm. in our world. You know, no matter where they are. So mm-hmm. geography doesn't really matter. Geography does not matter. I, mean, I don't think it does either. <clears throat> no. Okay. I don't. I mean, maybe if this woman lived in Yugoslavia, she sure. might not have reached out. But South like,
0: Africa. You
2: be know, dead? maybe it's a combo. <laughs> I'm not gonna pretend to understand the <laughs> geographical no. obstacles yeah. of different dimensions, but <laughs> tell
1: me everything. Explain mm-hmm. <laughs> it in <laughs> detail. I want a PowerPoint. Oh and oh, my I, thoughts on I, it fluctuate layer, all
2: the time. There are but layers, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. I I think there are layers.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So regardless, this woman Courtney, she convinced Max and Neve, who like at one point during the episode, like left the room because they like couldn't handle it.
2: Yeah, it's a very odd episode. And And actually, this is completely unlike any of the other episodes. Yeah. Like, it's it's sort of on its
0: own. All right. And then she also convinced, like, staunch non believer Aunt Shannon, who was out for blood, basically. Like, who is this woman fucking with my niece? Like, this is fucked up. Which is exactly how I would be. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. turned her around too. Um, And apparently toward the end of the episode, like Courtney is in is continuing to bring up all of these like shameful family secrets that have been buried in the vault for years. And then Frankie himself apparently shows up and like communicates through Courtney to Kayla and they have continued to stay in touch. And uh, like Frankie will uh, continue to visit, apparently.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Isn't that so weird?
1: Oh, so weird. yeah, it's right. so
0: weird. And I mean, who knows? Uh, my aunt went to a psychic uh, like a couple of years after my dad passed away. And oh my God, I love this. And yeah, he she, first of all, this psychic was telling her things about her family that nobody knew, like medical information about my, you know, mm-hmm. minor niece or sorry, cousin, which like you can't get that information online. Mm -hmm. A lot of weird shit, like stuff about my grandfather, my aunt's dad, who, you know, passed away years ago, and then apparently my dad presented himself in the room and, like, left a message for my mom, and it's weird, because you never know how much to believe, but... Yeah. There. It definitely gave me pause. Like when my aunt called me to tell me about this, I was walking my dog and I just started sobbing.
2: Yeah. It just you call you called me right after this yeah, happened. I yeah. did. Because it just and felt wasn't it so like, real. Wasn't it like her like your aunt was in the room and mm-hmm. the psychic just stopped and she said, Hang on, someone else is coming through. I have a mm-hmm. message for Suzanne. Like who yep.
0: wasn't even there. Right.
2: Wow. Like wasn't even there. And wasn't was not even there.
0: She had been previously communicating with her dad and my grandfather, who always called my dad Michael, even though everybody else called him Mike.
2: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. The or Mister Jacobson, right? I know. <laughs> Mr. So this Jack. psychic
0: was just like, "Hey, there's someone else here. His name is Michael, which is like the name that." My grandfather always called him and then he basically just left a message that was like tell my wife that like I'm sorry that I let you know left so soon and that I love her and that I'm always with her is basically what he said but it's like she didn't know the circumstances of my father's death and like my mom and my dad and my aunt who went don't have the same last name. My mm-hmm. aunt was not listed in my dad's obituary, so even if she Googled her beforehand, which my aunt claimed she couldn't have because they only, they didn't even have her last name when she went in. They had mm-hmm. her first name, but they didn't have her last name.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So
0: I don't know. It's, it's like, you, you want to be a skeptic, but then I get a phone call like that, and I'm like, holy shit, that just feels so crazy.
2: Yeah. yeah. You but would need know. an entire team of, like, professional investigators. You need to be a really
0: good sleuth mm-hmm. to figure all yeah. that shit out.
2: Yeah, and when you mm-hmm. called me and told me that story, I was at work and I had to like le- I had to like go in the closet and like kind of cry a little bit because that was yeah. cr- that was insane. I mm-hmm. had the craziest goosebumps. Mm-hmm. I 100 percent believe in this shit and the fact that there was mm-hmm. a whole catfish episode it's about nuts. it and like nope, she's probably a real mm-hmm. Like this is too fucked up yep. to explain rationally. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever watched Long Island Medium?
0: So watch the episode, because yeah. it's so I good. have mixed
2: feelings about her. Oh my her. god, I love Teresa. her. Teresa. I fucking love her. Teresa. I like her personality, but I think no, her tactics
0: from, are a little... <laughs> that's from Real Housewives of New Jersey. <laughs> is that okay. her name Teresa? Oops. It is Teresa, but I was saying Guidas, which is like that crazy oh. lady from Real Housewives. <laughs>
2: her last She's name is probably Guitus. psychic, too. <laughs> I'm sorry. Guides. <laughs> oh.
0: Oh my god! Okay. I love that show. Did you see the episode where she like commissions a portrait to be painted of her, and they had to paint her like talon fingernails? Uh, no. <laughs> this portrait is horrifying. I'm gonna find it. It's so good. It'll anyway, be anyway, on the blog. My, that's my stories. But <laughs> well, we got way off track from. Cat yeah,
1: Mission. we got way off.
0: I loved oh, well. every minute of it.
1: If you, if you like true crime, which you obviously do if you're listening to this and you made it this fucking far, and, no. if, <laughs> and if you like paranormal stuff, then you should mm-hmm. absolutely check out the podcast, uh, And That's, and Why, That's we Why We Drink. Drink. Yeah, It's so, so good. good. They've become one of my new favorites, um, mm-hmm. and we're gonna try to schedule a, a crossover pod episode or two with them, uh... So yep. you, you might be hearing some more paranormal stories from us whining crime gals uh, and some mm-hmm. true crime stories from them. So hopefully mm-hmm. going to make that happen. All right. Their
0: format is so good. I love their show. I love
1: them. I really like their mm-hmm. show a lot. It's great. hmm mm-hmm. Okay. So special thanks this week. I also just want to say, again, like, we started our Patreon, which now we're calling Matreon because fucking patriarchy.
0: Because <laughs> fuck the patriarchy. <laughs> I
1: thought that was a typo yep. in your last tweet. I was nope. going to text you about it. No. Nope. Oh my
2: god, like it's it. A fan suggested
1: that we call it Matreon, and I was oh like, yep, we're doing it. I yeah, fucking love it.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Okay, Our so,
0: matriots.
1: <laughs> our matriots. Okay. Our matrons. Um... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Matron mama, mama I like
1: matriots. <laughs> so, I vote matriots. <laughs> so, anyway, we started our Matreon page uh, just on a whim, just like, well, I guess this is what other podcasts are doing and we're not going to make any no one's run, ever going
0: to give us money
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we might as well just get it get it done and look more professional.
0: we and launched this podcast in such like a self-serving we just want to hang out with each other fashion we <laughs> cannot fathom that anyone other than our own mothers <laughs> even listened to it so like thank you so much My own it mom
1: seriously wasn't like, ex- I'm on episode 5 I was like we're recording episode 15.
2: 15 15 <laughs> I'm pretty sure my sister is the only one who listens to this, but I prove love me it. wrong, fam. <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyway, so it's, we're still just very blown away by your generosity and your support and your love, and mm-hmm. it's just been amazing. So, special thanks this week to Antoinette, and she literally wrote in her thing, quote, Please don't try to pronounce my last name.
0: You have to now. God you bless have to you. now. I know, and now
1: I really, really want to. Oh, you have she's to so do it. Do <laughs> it. I'm gonna go against your wishes. Go. Brig Brig
0: Briguglio. Br- gr-
1: br- Briguglio. Mike <laughs> Briguglia. Briguglio. Briguglia. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, nailed we did it. not do her justice. I, I think we did positive. her
0: more than justice. I
2: think we honored her. We call yeah. her Mike Berbiglia. No, so we call her Antoinette
0: Bergoglio. Okay. Uh, Br- also, <laughs> googly eyes.
1: Antoinette Bergugugulio <laughs> <googly> eyes. Um <laughs> Caroline Moore nailed it.
0: Can- yes. Nailed it. <laughs> Thanks for throwing us a softball. Oh, uh, Bergulio.
1: Oh, my God. All right, whatever. Okay. <gasps> Candice
2: Scarlatta,
0: which is the best name Ooh, of all time. so beautiful.
2: Oh, I'm going to steal that for my next romance novel, thank you. Yep.
0: For my next Candace. catfishing name, it's going to be, I'm Candice Scarlotta. I'm a strawberry blonde.
1: <laughs> and will you be I'm my really Stroke you be my
2: zookeeper. <laughs> stroke my phallic horn. <laughs> Wash
1: me. Wash me. <laughs> Wash me till I'm clean. Also, because I live in South Africa, I've been able to go on some safaris because they're like literally an hour from my house. Mm. And rhinos make the tiniest squeaking noises. They're like these big hulking animals. And then the noises that they make are literally like... (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure it wasn't a prepubescent one? Yeah, they're just young. Their balls haven't dropped yet. Google it. I swear to God.
3: That's, That's so you. it.
1: Bragoogly it. <laughs> <Br-go-io>. <laughs> okay, we've got more, we got more. Sarah Stapleton, who is the voice oh. of Karen on the Karen and Ellen letters, which is the yes, best That is character. amazing.
0: We have yes. a celebrity matreon.
1: We do. Yes. She is a full on celebrity, like, so good. fangirling. So um, good. Nikki Thatcher has been one of the most supportive people on social media. We love you, yes, Hi, Queen. Nikki. Love, love you your so hair. much, and your
0: hair, obviously. I don't care
1: what your husband is, I love it. Wait, Jamie, that wasn't
0: Nikki. Jamie,
1: <laughs> I don't have your last name, but thank you so much. Um, it's probably Courtney's brother.
0: You? Let's assume oh, it's Courtney's brother. Oh, Thanks, be Jamie. Courtney's
1: brother. Thanks, Jamie. <laughs>
2: um, might not uh, be, but thanks anyway.
1: <laughs> uh, Jeff Kutcha, whose Twitter handle is at MovieManStan, and all he right. has Ooh. a movie review website called StanTheMovieMan.com. dot com. So check that and out. And was one of our six so male listeners. <laughs> yeah.
0: <Ooh>. Movie um, <laughs> Man.
1: Allison Collister, love you.
0: Mm-hmm, Stephen right.
1: Arns. Stephen Arns. <laughs> <laughs> From our <laughs> high school
0: days, Brigadoon.
2: Brigadoon, Brigadoon. <laughs> Call you. Me you lump an
0: agent. I can just imagine Ray Wong in that Pocahontas wig doing the opening lines from Brigadoon. Oh my god.
1: Anyway, we I were in high school together and we did plays together. literally nothing except the fake together. fog. It's that so me. And we'll Cough And Heather mm-hmm <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay obviously carla kennedy carla mm-hmm. is the carla! mother of one of our closest friends mm-hmm. Majest, carla jessica kennedy. um carla we love you so much, we so, love you much. You so much you are a second mom to all three of us and mm-hmm. thank you so much for donating
0: you're um, our cool mom
1: you're our cool you're mom, the cool and mom
0: sorry i got it's... drunk in your basement so many times
2: so many times. <laughs> I wish I was sorry, but I'm just going to acknowledge that I got drunk in your basement so many times. We all got drunk in you. my
0: basement, too, so it's okay. Something <laughs> queer in here.
1: I think mine was the only house we didn't get away with jack shit in. Are you kidding? Your parents went we to bed so early. My house yeah. is where we didn't get away with when jack I shit.
0: weren't That's home. fair. Oh, that's
2: true. Kenyon wins that prize. Never we mind. were
0: pretty much not allowed to sleep over at your house.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh. Your mom was too concerned about preserving her Hall and memorabilia. <laughs> only,
1: only Buck was allowed to sleep over at my house. <laughs> Which, like, Which is how? really bizarre. Your Buck mom always loved friend. him. I don't know if he listens, but he's our friend. He's like this huge, hulking, death metal, goth, yep. dude fan. Love now him. Now he's
0: like a super hot model.
1: Yeah, now he's well, a super hot model.
2: Yeah. Now he's an actual model. Yeah. Super tatted up with like slick back hair. Just but at, in high school, and not that you're not now, but like big dude could mm-hmm. kill literally any He, he looks like a big like Maori guy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> big big dude Hi, and Mark. my mom my mom was just and he's not Gay, he was straight, Mm-mm. and my mom was just like buck, totally buck straight. Can, buck can sleep over. Buck can spine.
0: Weirdly, my mom loved him too and like <laughs> still asks about him to this day. Yeah, he's great. He's like he's he hypnotizes teenage girls' moms, yeah. which sounds and, gross now, but it was normal. I don't then. understand
2: why, because he's totally hetero and very yeah. masculine. Yeah. Like I don't get why all of our moms were cool with him like sleeping in
1: our beds. Maybe he was they safe. knew. Yeah, I don't know. One time so my mom organized the like some historic day event in our small town. Yup <laughs> <And>, um, <laughs> I remember that. and I tried I, totally remember this. I, I tried to rope all my friends into uh, coming and helping because I had to help her all day long in like old uh-huh. tiny dress <laughs> <laughs> in this public park and none of you bitches came. I think I was shown out of town. up later. Amanda already moved. I was out of town. <laughs> Nobody fucking came. And Buck came and hung out the whole day. And we're helping, like, seven-year-olds, like, dip wax candles. And then, like, play with, like, stick and hoops. No, I field. was there because
2: I remember rolling a hoop very vividly. All right, I think we stopped Buck by.
0: But We stopped by, saw that your mom had not made broccoli hours. salad and left. <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I ate the broccoli salad and pieced you <laughs> right. bitch. This is a long ode to Buck. Okay, I love two it. More, two more. Katie Barker. Katie mm-hmm. fucking Barker is mm-hmm. donating an absurd amount of money per month.
0: You're yeah, yes. Thank you.
1: Like, oh my God, Katie Barker. You. Jesus. Very supportive
0: yeah. and involved fan, and we love you.
1: Yeah, you're
2: incredible. We're mm-hmm. gonna shout you out every episode. <laughs> yeah, pretty Keep much. Keep this up.
1: <laughs> Keep it up. Keep it up! <laughs> All right, and one one last uh, special shout out uh, for the vitamins. God bless the, the vitamins.
0: vitamins. Um, oh, the vitamins!
1: Yeah, God bless the vitamins. Mm-hmm. So uh,
0: <laughs> the over insulated, too many sweaters vitamins.
1: Levy McLaurin is currently serving in the United States Army, and would mm-hmm. like to shout out. Uh, Lieutenant Elizabeth Ayers for recommending Wine and Crime to her.
0: I love this so much. Hell yeah,
1: Lieutenant Ayers. Thank you. Seriously bless
0: you. This is amazing. Love
1: it. Thank you so much. We really do love the vitamins.
0: We do. Thank you for your We service. do love the vitamins. I was just really drunk and I said vitamins instead of veterans. It's not disrespect. <laughs> yeah.
2: I hope that no one's taking offense to us calling veterans vitamins because mm-hmm. it just happened and now we can't undo it and here we go. Yep.
0: <laughs> I, so and if you are, it's my fault. I take full responsibility.
1: It's Amanda. beans. jelly beans. It was jelly beans. Jelly beans, do it. Um, all right, so that is special thanks this week. This has been Wine and Crime Pod. Uh, we love you all for listening. Thank you so much. We love you. Bye. See you next week.
2: Bye. Thanks for listening to Wine and Crime. Our cover art is by Kali Yip. Music by Phil Young and Corey Wendell. Sound mixing by Dan Larson. Check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at wineandcrimepod.com. If you have wine recommendations or creepy true crime stories to share, email us at wineandcrimepodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. All Wine and Crime episodes are available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play, plus a number of other podcasting apps. If we're not on your preferred app yet, let us know and we'll work to make sure you get your Wine and Crime fix ASAP. Most importantly, if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. It really is the best way to spread the word. Support for Wine and Crime comes from us. At the moment, we're footing most of the bill, but we ain't too proud to beg, so we're also on Patreon. If you'd like to support us and get a shout-out on air, visit our Patreon page to keep this podcast and the wine flowing.